Greetings, everyone, and before I begin ranting and raving incoherently, I thought I'd tell you about Anchor by Spotify. It is the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need to do it all in one place. And believe me, if I can do it, anybody can do it. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone. And when you host through Anchor, you can distribute your podcast through listening platforms like Spotify and Apple Podcasts and even more. It has everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. And best of all, it's free. That's right, Anchor is free, and who does not like free? So if you're interested or you want to make your podcast today, download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That is the Anchor app or anchor.fm to get started. Hello, one and all, and welcome to the Drunken Car Review. And today, we're going to be doing a full review on a car that is a new offering from Ford. I've been a little rough on Ford with some of their newer vehicles, and that is in some positive in that, but... The real thing I want to discuss is the Ford Maverick. The Maverick is a new offering by Ford. Um, and basically, as I would like to describe it, is the new Lego of vehicles. I'll get into why in a bit. But some general overview on the outside of the car and some specs on it. Man. So, let's start with the specs, shall we? This car is actually rather impressive. Not only does it offer the uh, pretty much famous at this point Ford EcoBoost V6, but more importantly, it offers a hybrid. And this is not a huge truck. This is what we call the compact truck. It's even smaller than the Ford Ranger. So you combine that with a hybrid engine, and sure, you're not prioritizing towing, but uh, when you get 40 miles to the gallon, it is an impressive number to say the least. Even if you're not one of those eco-nuts, just a guy trying to save money on gas, the car starts at $20,000, and when you only fill up the tank every millions of miles, the fact is, is that you save a boatload of money on just gas savings in there. When I own my shitty little Saturn, that thing got almost 30 miles to the gallon. And I tell you, I only fill up that thing maybe once a month. It was great. So the fact is, the fact is that kind of package comes in a pickup truck. That is a huge difference in uh, just the general capabilities in that. And overall, the performance is still really good. The uh, hybrid engine definitely picks up and goes. And uh, they say, if I remember right, a little over uh, around 300 horsepower in that, in that thing. That's pretty damn impressive for the size and weight of that truck. It is also a unibody type truck. So sure, you're not going to have your towing capabilities in that. But and it's more of a solid body. But overall, it's built pretty damn well. And let's get into the uh, outsides of the car, shall we? So the overall design, it ain't bad. It's nothing to write home about. I won't say it's a stunning truck, to say the least. But for what it's designed to be, it's fine. It's a utility truck. I mean, it's pretty basic shape. There's no cool contours or weird front end. I mean, it's a big grill. Uh, highlights and uh, little swoopy designs around the wheel walls. And that's about it. It's just a pretty basically shaped, basically designed truck. There's nothing really standoffish about it and uh, to be honest the way I describe this best if you ever want to look at what it is um, with the unibody and that I would say it's just an updated version of the Ranchero which if you ask me would have been a better name but that being said uh, yeah no it's a really good truck so let's get into uh, first we'll get my disappointments out of the way because they are greatly they, they are, I don't have many disappointments in this truck actually which is surprising to say the least um, it's actually a really good truck, so I have more positives than negatives, so let's get the negatives out of the way. The first off is um, the general, I don't know, the only real complaint out of everything on this truck is why in shit's name, for something you're trying to revolutionize and stand out and you're going to revive a nameplate, why in God's earth, in, in human, why in, why the hell, what possessed these lunatics to pick the goddamn Maverick name? What are they, nuts? 
Who picks the Maverick? The Maverick was known as one of the shittiest cars Ford ever produced. It was a rolling pile of shit. Its only competition was to see who could produce the biggest pile of junk from GM. It's its only purpose for being built. It was a crap car. And I apologize if you've owned and or own a Maverick currently and are greatly offended. But I'm sorry if the car is complete and utter shit. Even you probably can't deny that fact. So why would you pick the a Maverick of all things. They have a unibody car style truck system already in their lineup from their use the Ranchero for crying out loud. It's a pretty damn good name. It summarizes it is and I get I get what they were going for, okay? The Maverick is supposed to be what this car you symbolizes is utilitarianism and the Mavericks do your own thing. I get it, but it's just the Maverick just brings up bad memories, my friend. Anyways, that's really my own complaint about the truck. Um, I guess the only thing is the outside isn't stunning, but it's okay for what it is. But other than that, I don't really have any other complaints. Let's get into the positive factor, shall we? Because I actually really like this truck. First big positive, it is under $20,000. That's right, it ain't no $30,000 offering, and they're not going around asking like it's a freaking deal. It's under $20,000 for a hybrid that gets 40 miles to the gallon in a pickup truck. Now, it's not, I guess my only gripe, again, I'm going backtracking a bit, but the gripe only is, I guess it's got a bit of a small bid, but for what it is, a five and a half foot bed, or I think it's six, no, five and a half, I think it is, isn't bad, really, if you think about it. It's not a bad offer. I mean, it's not going to tow some freaking kayak down the road, and you'll be able to close it up in there, but it's, you could be able to fit a decent amount in there, and I mean, for a general truck, I mean, I'm not a big fan of small beds, but hey, if you're just hauling mulch around a post, it does the job. Now, the interior is another aspect to this thing that's actually impressive for me. I like the interior quite a bit. Now, it doesn't have any of the full leather and stuff like that that's all plastic that they try to convince you of it. It's one of the big selling features in that, but the big thing is customizability, I guess you could say, and space. This thing has a shit ton of space. It's got concave, these, these floating handles, I guess they say. I don't know what they're called, but gen it, it's designed to fit full-size massive water bottles on them, and the thing is designed just to cram as much crap into the doors, the sides, everything. And the other big thing I find really cool about this car is the low, low center console. This is designed for space. The low center console, to be honest, it reminds me of a freaking bench seat. It's brilliant. You can sprawl out a whole thing in there. I actually like that whole low center console thing. I think it's kind of cool. And uh, generally looking at the car, it's I, I really like the car overall. Especially the interior. It looks very, it, it's modern and yet not it, it summarizes what it's trying to be, a utilitarianism truck for today's modern user. And why do I say modern user the most? Is because this thing is a freaking Lego box of just design capabilities on this thing. Overall, the car has just got an infinite amount of possibilities for design, from the bed to the interior. It's just ingenious what you can do on this thing. And to be honest, I can honestly say that out of every car I've ever seen as far as customizability, the only thing that maybe could compete with, uh, to be honest, I can't really think of anything. It's generally a very, very well done car. Now, let's get into uh, some of the customizability factor, because um, this car has got every Etsy designer with a 3D printer salivating over his computer. Because this thing not only provides you with schematics on how to fit things in, because it has a touchscreen on the dash that has a slot, an empty slot, and you can just throw your phone in there, but they give you uh, design options and plugins on the inside to allow you to put a custom piece of pretty much anything in there. They even give you 3D templates that allow you to work within that design space for you. So overall, that's a really cool feature. And there's a whole bunch of other things. They have exposed bolts, other systems in that, that generally provide a very, very unique aspect to this car that is f f 
fairly, very unique. I really like this aspect, okay? I love customizing cars, okay? I, it's the first thing I did when I got my Daytona. I took it apart and immediately started adding shit to it. And it's just cool how they change that from, yeah, you can't maybe soup up the engine, or you can, but you don't do that. But if you want to add stuff to your bed, it gives you design templates. It's got scan codes on the inside of the bed and on the car that allows you to give you templates on how to build a bike rack, how to put sections off your interior just with two by fours, or how to do your 3D printer to build a special slot for the inside of the car right by the stinking touchscreen. It's ingenious what Ford has done with this system. And for an all that and an offering of under $20,000, it's impressive. It's not like any of these features are unique, okay? The, you still get that same touchscreen with the, from your XLT to your LT to your fancier models. It's all designed the same. You may get your leather interiors and your fancier bits and your heated screen seats and all that stuff, but overall the car is relatively the same no matter what type you buy. You get your little nicer fits and finishes, but other than that, it's just generally the same truck. I am really impressed with this offering from Ford, okay? Not many people use or build into the compact market because it's just not profitable. But when you sell a gazillion like they're probably planning, and I think they will, it's impressive because if you're looking for a hybrid car, it's about the same size as a Prius, maybe a tiny bit larger, but it's about around the same size as a Prius, a little bigger than that. It's designed to run in the cities. It's designed to fit in compact spaces. It's designed to save gas. You can still fit four people in that interior relatively comfortably, actually. And you can still haul a boatload of stuff in the back of that truck without having to, you know, cram stuff into your little tiny Camry or Corolla and have the trunk sticking open in that. So if you're looking to save money on gas, but still want to have your pickup truck, yet still drive it around the cities and not feel like you're a lumbering mass of a giant yacht, it's a very, 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 very good offer from Ford. And I am actually relatively impressed. It's the first time I'm having a hard time critique some, critiquing something about this vehicle. Some people may say the interior is maybe a bit edgy or a bit out there and that. And some of the materials, they even have all the fancy leather and the fake wood and all that stuff. But they just flat out said, we're not going to fake it. It's how we save money. By making it just what it is and using that, it saves money on the car. I've heard several design people say that from Ford, and I can see their point. It's if you're looking for, if you're a kid and you're just buying a brand new car, this $20,000 option is brilliant. So overall, the Ford Maverick gets an A-plus in my book. I think it's definitely a car that, hell, I might even consider. Anyways, let's get on to, well, not news, but my own news, shall we? We haven't really got news to discuss, but, uh, well, a bit of news. Um, so in my previous videos, I did uh, dealing with dealerships and that. I discussed uh, how I was possibly in the market looking for a Jeep. Well, that plan has changed. I have not bought a Jeep, and I don't plan to. Why is that? Because the used car market is an absolute shit show. Now, yeah, I've looked up a lot of quarter rankings on that on this thing, and the used car market has just skyrocketed in 2021. The price is almost 28% higher just in the last month alone for a used car for the wholesale car price. Your consumer index, if you look at the price on that, it is skyrocketed. It's like triple, triple what it was almost a year ago. It is insane. And to be honest, if you're in the used or even new car market, I feel sorry for you because there's no way in hell you're getting any deals on these cars. And I would strongly advise, if you can wait a few years, wait the damn thing out. Um, they say it's probably going to go into 2022. I honestly believe it. Um, but if you can wait another year or two to buy a car, believe me, buy, wait, it is not worth it. I have tried looking high and low and cars are just astronomically priced way over what it is. Um, again, it's, it is some astronomical numbers I'm looking at. Wholesale, the price has increased by almost a percent every freaking week this month, this year, and it is not slowing down anytime soon. Overall, if you've got to buy a car this year, I, I get it fine. 
but I almost feel sorry for you because you're going to be struggling to find a deal anywhere. And one of the things that strike me as odd is there's three categories that you don't think about. You know, we're in a huge recession in that, I mean, yes, I'm calling it a recession because the inflection, inf- God damn it, I'm losing my mind. So the inflation rates are very, 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 very high. And normally when you have these kind of things happen, normally things like the uh, compact cars and the small cars and the basically the work cars are selling a lot more but uh, this is actually opposite we're seeing luxury cars sports cars if freaking vans going off the lot like mad if you if you invest in a van my friend if you're selling a van take it to a dealership they will offer you boatloads what you will probably get private so uh yeah it's it's a crazy market right now if you can wait to buy a car do it or if you do it buy it through private party because believe me you are not going to get any deals going to a dealership anytime soon anyways that's all I really got for today. I appreciate you all listening to my insanity. If you like this rambling nuts, lunatic sitting in his car chatting about vehicles and that, give me a like and subscribe to my lunacy. And uh, comment if you want. I finally got this thing on Apple Podcast after figuring the damn thing out. And uh, hopefully I can keep producing this same content as long as I can before I get snowed in alive or otherwise get, well, I get, well, I don't know. Anyways, so, uh, yeah, I appreciate you all listening. Have a wonderful day and a wonderful night. Goodbye.